It's like, hey, we go live, and I'm like, my gastrointestinal system's like, hey, now would be a good time to burp. Why not? It started with excuse me as opposed to good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the show. You know, <laughs> that's yeah. how we do it. Um, That's great. You know, it bears repeating. Thank you very much for everybody to hanging out with us on the Saturday. Sorry, Saturday on Thursday. Yeah, yeah ready to go. I'm wanting it to be a weekend it, already. It's been that. It's been that kind of a week. It's been we we both like jumped into the to the pre-show window here about ten minutes beforehand, and you're like, "It's been a day. It has been a day." Huh. I mean, we did get a chance to hang out, though. Which so this is obviously not our yeah. first time hanging out together. Juan today, both today, like literally, yeah. not even three hours ago. Um, I've we, seen we so a, much of you this week <laughs> in person too. We got a chance to see you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, there's okay. A, there's a video coming out on my channel tomorrow where yeah, I yeah. have a very lovely model to help me showcase the lens quality uh, of phones uh, versus standalone cameras. And Almost. it's none other than Mr. TK Bay. El jefe and... muy importante aquí, señora. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's how. I don't know why I responded to you in German. I, <laughs> yeah, I was well, like, yeah, well. Yeah, well. That, that's his good. That's his, that's that's his, his good. good, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? It's been a day. It's one. Of... Okay. Oh, my oh, wow. God. Crap. It's, if that's how the, <laughs> this is how the show's starting. Oh man, it's just downhill it. from here, right? No, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, folks. It, I mean, it it doesn't get prettier than no, than what no, you just no, saw. no. It there's been a lot of things going on. Obviously, there's a lot of announcements going on. We've had a very busy weeks. We've been pushing out content, going right and left. Juan's been doing really amazingly well on the channel, um, pushing out some content. And as you mentioned, tomorrow there's another video dropping in, uh, which we're going to talk a little bit about today, but not giving out too much. A little teaser. Exactly. We're not going to spell everything. Yeah, I don't want to mess up the the video tomorrow. It's like everybody shows up and says, yeah, I saw it last night. It's cool. It's cool. Um, it's I. I see, see Jeff's in the chat with us. I see Barry. I see hey. uh, <laughs> uh, David Burns, of course, always kicking it with us uh, on this Thursday evening on uh, March 10th. I had to think about that. Uh, 2022. Really yes. bad day. Um, not bad day, but just, you know, busy, it's busy a, stuff. It's been a busy day. Oh, yeah. No, no. And, and I'm trying to get back into the, 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 the groove of things. I kind of pushed out a couple mm-hmm. of videos, hopefully shooting for one more video on Saturday, uh, kind of parallel to the live stream on the android bay but um you know it's it's been a week uh, i know you pushed out a couple of videos android 12l mm-hmm. desktop mode today that was actually a nice one out of kind of out of left field i didn't really was expecting it but it was a nice way to uh you know talk a little bit about android desktop development yeah. or how things are coming just kind of um, peek in on it before we kind of get into the next round of 12l and 13 just like where we're at mm-hmm. and then i really want to follow that up uh playing with some samsung decks yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I want to dig in a little bit more on uh, duos because I'm hoping that duos will get you know a good 12L and with the track that Microsoft is on, I think that could be really interesting too. And just yeah. I, I feel like if we let it go too long in between talking about some of these features, it, it's 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 like the techies get real bad at doing the. But phones should only do the phone things. Like, I've got a, a couple people in my comments that are like, but who would want to do more from their phones and get more value for their purchase? I would just buy another computer. And you're like, yeah, but you see, <laughs> if your phone could be a computer, you wouldn't need to. <laughs> and, well, I mean, the, the reality, I mean, you and I have been really 
kind of like championing and talking about desktop experience. Yeah. Um, the folks over at NextStock know us both by name and are literally, <laughs> no. uh, they've extended an invitation for us to come over, which I should take them up on, by the way. We should. We got to do up. that. And we should go down. Please, um, please and, do. And, and yeah, loop yeah, yeah. me in. And, yeah. and we'll... Oh, no, no, no. I, I, that's, that's like a Willy Wonka visit. Like, I, I, I need to see where all of these beautiful laptop docs are being... And, and, I, and in my mind, I'm thinking, I literally, I mean, the moment they saw me, it's like, hey, where's Juan? It was like I said, he's not, you know, like, he's not in this time. And it's like, we'd love to have you guys come over. They have a, they have an office that's actually not too far from where we are. Yeah. Uh, relatively. I mean, obviously, you know, within an mm. hour or so worth of drive for either weather. Uh, but the long story short is... Uh, They've been championing the conversation of desktop experience from are you're utilizing the true power of your smartphone and leveraging it with mm-hmm. a somewhat I'm saying a dummy dock, but essentially a uh, a host, a dock that has a built-in battery, yep. keyboard and mouse and display, like the next, next dock that you were showing in your uh, in your video. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, something like uh, you know, the Xperia, uh, you know, the one mark two, um, or even using like you were showing in your video, the OnePlus Nine Pro, I think. With Android 12 and yeah, absolutely the 360. Uh, seriously, one of their best solutions. And they have other options, great. by the way. They I have, love it. Do you remember the one we I sent you? I think I sent you a couple of pictures from CES. Yeah, they have that nice monitor with a built-in dock. Like, yeah, seriously focusing on that whole experience of Android. Um, well, and desktop and mode. because mm-hmm. we've also played with some of those small form factor PCs like yeah. uh, the Azules or the Intel oh, yeah. Nooks. I, we're, we we obviously got news about um, and uh, was it a Mac Studio, something like a Mac Mini would fit really well on there, and then it's just one other cable. Mm-hmm. It, it's so silly to say, but I, like I got a fancier new monitor. It's a it's a little pricey. I did a review on it, um, but but it, it's it's a a much higher quality IPS panel than what I was using before. Oh and yeah, yeah, I even think that was it, the wasn't that the, the, LG? the Innocent. Oh, the Innocent one, yeah, but that was no, no, no. I was, I was really, I was really thinking of shopping the LG one, and the folks at Innocent reached out and were like, "Hey, do you want to review one?" And I was like, "Well, yes, yes, I do." And then we talked about a media buy. Um, the uh, but even this, which is is this kind of build, is like a an art monitor. You know, it's like mm-hmm. the 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 highest consumer level versus like the starter entry level for more professional graphics work. Yeah, um, th- this kind of kicks you over into that that more professional tier. Even it has a USB-C port I can just plug a phone into. And like, boom, there it is on, on this really nice, you know, IPS 4K display with mm-hmm. an amazing color gamut on it. Even this thing is supporting this kind of direct cable connection. So the, the whole notion of like a, a next dock, having like a little panel where you can put a Mac Mini and then another input where you can just, you know, switch over and, and go to your phone... It to me is just a no brainer that you you'd want to get more power out of your gadgets and and and, and hopefully should. yeah and what I'm hoping is like this is like a trend in which for for my family if we're going to visit each other mm-hmm. if there's like a TV or a, a like a, a spare monitor like I want to set up like a little next dock so the next time my brother comes to visit he could just like plug in his laptop and have a dual display or plug in a phone and work directly off of that. I mean, it's so, why wouldn't you, yeah, why, yeah, no, why right. wouldn't you, you use all of this tech to kind of like flesh out all of these other concerns. So again, it, it, anytime I do a desktop video, 
I, I, I had another, like, the guy left the conversation because I feel like after a point, like, there's just no point arguing with me because I'm completely right. No, he's like, yeah, well, of course. Why, why wouldn't you buy a Chromebook? And you're like, well, every, every time you upgrade your phone, your laptop gets more powerful versus the Chromebook, which is just going to stay the same. And then after five years, it won't get updates. Well, your phone won't get updates for five years. And you're like, are you telling me you're not going to update your phone in over five years? And then he was like, oh, well, but I mean, like, I would still yeah. want to have two full computers. Like, would you, though? Already, your phone is more powerful than the Chrome than the Chromebook. So why would you want two computers if one of them is just a web browser? No, it, it's. I think it's the reality. It's, it's of the. You have to try it to appreciate it. And I think the sometimes some people find it um, easier to, to counter the, a point without necessarily have trying in it to try to have like both oh, sides. Yeah. You know. So the, the 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 issue thing is what I think most people don't realize is it truly runs. Decks like a laptop experience uh, from mm -hmm. a Samsung's experience. Um, when LG was running their desktop mode, it was actually pretty decent running on an LG straight off on the uh, on it uh, from the V60, I think. The, the last tricky. couple updates for that era for V60 Velvet and the Wing mm -hmm. um, from LG side, the software support has actually been phenomenal, and now okay. Screen Plus is almost as good as Dex, even though LG's. Um, basically out of the market entirely it's like oh yeah, no no it, and, it, and i think that's the limitation oh. that we're, we're looking in <laughs> availability for desktop experience right now is limited to a certain number of devices and i'm not talking about straight straight up android 12 i'm talking like emui emui specifically is only available on on uh, you know uh, devices that are made by huawei so we still have you know desktop mode experience here so um, i took it have, back i, I even uh, charged it up my honor view 20 view 20 yeah the v it's still so good today i, th I thought you were gonna say it's still chevron great but yes no uh <laughs> it's like what no i mean i plugged it into my new um into my newest next doc yeah, and yeah. like this is th this is a nicer over i mean i really do like the emui desktop mode better than dex even just how they do their little control bar down at the bottom where mm -hmm. all of those are active panels that you can interact with to get into your network settings, to get into your clock settings. The app drawer looks like it came directly off of a full-fledged PC. I mean, mm -hmm. it's organized so much cleaner. Well, um, I like the fact that it doesn't fill up the entire screen like the way Dex yeah. does, right? EMUI does that in a nice way where it's still a box. It panels up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, so, so Dex, nice. Dex still has plenty of room to be refined, but I feel Samsung is probably looking at Apple and saying, well, why would we give someone the ability to turn their phone into a more capable computer if we could then convince them to buy a phone and a tablet and a laptop, just like yeah. Apple does? And I, I worry that because the Z Flip sold okay for a folding phone and didn't have Dex, that they're going to use that as data to say, but people don't need features. They'll pay just as much money for a phone with less features. It, taking it out of context as well, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It, 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 for me, I did wacky actually, arms, so there really wasn't any context. To, no, no, it, it, know, for me, okay. it was one of the reasons I returned the flip, uh, the Z Flip 3 was Dex, 
mm-hmm. was the fact that I felt like for a phone that is is truly trying to make it so that you know it has the hardware, it has the capabilities. I, it, the, the feature not being there was purely them nitpicking features so that they don't include certain things and justify lowering the price for some reason. But Dex as a feature is a software build. It's purely software for them. It's not a hardware. Um, mm-hmm. it, actually, I take that back. It, it could be also a limitation on how the hardware is on the on, on the PCB because uh, display out also had to be functional for this exact same way as the other devices. But the story behind that is the Z Flip 3 is a perfect device for DeX because in, in its clamshell style, when it's closed, mm-hmm. you plug that into a DeX dock and you don't, have to, you don't even have to even use it much. It charges the phone. You're getting the 5G. You're getting the connectivity. You're getting all the functionality, the files off that system. Now, TK, you're way off, man. I mean, what you should do is, is spend like over $1,000 on a phone and then also spend like Check. hundreds I'm and sorry. hundreds of dollars on a tablet. And oh, then... Yeah. When oh. when you need more of like a laptop, you should spend like a Check. couple thousand dollars on that too. I mean, <laughs> it it's that's... well, yeah, I know, I know, I'm doing it all wrong, and I think I, what I need to do is I need to kind of just focus a little bit more on building my Samsung ecosystem at home, and I think that's really yeah. what it is. Um, I mean, although I feel like well, I'm there, one step away, but yeah, there are a bunch of tiers where you haven't filled those holes with Samsung products, so what? you need to make sure that every but, well, we're, but and short we're gonna story talk, incredibly we're gonna long, talk. I put yeah. out a video on desktop modes that had nothing to do with DeX, really. Uh-uh. Um, it was more just looking at the current state of Android's built-in desktop mode and how that's kind of turning into a dumpster fire. <laughs> it's well, not I mean, it's, as pretty it's, as it's, I was it's hoping been it It's been the feature be. that's included but never talked about, never focused, <laughs> never shined the light on. Um, we've had desktop mode in each, in one way or another for the last mm-hmm. two generations I mean, 10, 11, and 12 have it. 13 has it, it and it still hasn't been the center. I mean, 12L is mm-hmm. supposed to focus on it. So the the the, the hope essentially is what we're, what with the video, I think Juan's video was trying to showcase is uh, there are some improvements. It seems like Sony's doing a little bit better, uh, and we can see some of those optimizations yeah. in there. But the goal obviously is um, to kind of dust it up and then make it a, a, a full-fledged feature. And I think till we see Google allow MHL output out of their devices – we won't really yeah. be able to see a lot of focus because there. This is a built-in feature to Android that they don't even show allow us to use. Yeah. We have to use it either in uh, like uh, OnePlus devices, Oppo devices, Sony devices, devices that allow us to do it. Yeah, I, I wish, I, I wish that Pixel was would do, and it can do mm-hmm. so much. Um, but you know, one of the other videos that you said you were going to be talk- dropping tomorrow, which is uh, on the Vivo, but. Uh, before we talk about the Vivo, I did want yeah. to talk a little bit about, um, since we were talking desktop modes and experience, for me, I dropped a video on Monday or Tuesday, I think, on mm-hmm. the Tab S8 Plus, or the Tab S8 Ultra, sorry, not the yeah. Plus. Um, and as, you as went you saw, full big boy. It's a so, beautiful well, tablet. Yeah, it, it is. But it, the, It's so crazy. This is, I didn't think it was this, and I don't want to make it's it sound big. like it's a, yeah, because Aditya is in the chat. I know it's going to happen. The more it's I say gonna something. It's going to happen. It's, it's so, okay, it's I didn't inevitable. think it was going to be as big as it was. And <laughs> that's what you said. <laughs> Freaking A, man. Okay. <laughs> Only Juan's After Dark. That's how exactly the show goes right away. This is, this is TK and Juan After Dark. Exactly. Love you, Aditya. Love you. Hope you're doing well, man. Um, I for, So for me, it, it fit perfectly into what I needed to do. The Tab S7 Plus... Yeah was for me, uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a large tablet and it did exactly what I needed to do. It gave mm-hmm. me the canvas to work. And it, the hope when I went for the Ultra as opposed to the Plus this year was also to get a little bit of more real estate. But 
I guess in my mind, I didn't do the math correctly, but it is actually substantially bigger. The bezels are so much smaller. It's actually sometimes an mm. issue. But what I was trying to actually kind of long way of reaching into is um, the fact that because they included the keyboard dock with it and it does support native Dex UI, mm-hmm. Samsung's really doing more functional, like leveraging, you know, multi-purpose functionality on their devices, on their tablet more than it is on their smartphone. Um, we have SD card support. Uh, the fact that I can actually, I, I went with the base model and I'm still able to get the benefit of all of, you know, what yeah. the S8 Ultra is doing. Um, it feels like more of a proper computer, which is what Samsung phones used to, to feel like. Yeah. And and I think those are the things that you kind of, um, the the one thing I will say that was a little bit of a surprise though, the S Pen from the S8 Ultra does not work on the um, S22 Ultra, which is weird. Like the Note doesn't oh. No, no you know, cross. I, I'm, I'm not. So the Pro I, does. I think I, I don't always have the highest expectations for Samsung products, and this this makes me really snarky in my videos. I'm actually my... not too surprised because I think Samsung has continuously played this game with varying pen touch technologies, mm-hmm. and it's always been a back and forth. Back when the Note tablets had their own S Pen solution that was different from the Note phones, I don't know why they play this game and i wonder if it just comes down to we got a deal on this kind of digitizer so it was going to be cheaper for us to slap this in the tablet than the more compatible solution that goes into our phones it seems to be that kind of a a generation to generation business decision or someone at samsung says hey now we can sell a new s pen that has crossover compatibility for the note and for the tab and that'll be a hundred and fifty dollars stylus, just like the Apple Pencil. You know, like if it's if it's not something like that, then I think it's just a component decision based on what's going to be cheapest for them to manufacture. It, it, but it is always kind of it, it's a limit. It's a limiting factor. For oh, but it's annoying. It, yeah, because yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Because yeah, I'm you, switching you, from you, one. You want to say Samsung wants to make an Apple ecosystem, but they can't even get those kinds of compatibility. No, uh, see, lifestyle compatibility to... issues. I think what it, what essentially it is is they're trying to get you to buy this, like you said before. Remember the, uh, the pro, the so, separate, the separate standalone, the separate as pro. Yeah, and I think that's what the big, the biggest thing is that this actually is multi. They're multi- still device. mad that the that the S twenty one Ultra didn't take off. Because then people would have had to have bought all of their S pens separately. Yeah, Samsung's and, and just I, getting cranky. Well, I mean, they're they're trying. They're you know they're they're copying. You know, they're opening the book of Apple and trying to copy it. Um, so the, the thing, the thing about it for me is it's, it's truly a lot, it truly embodies the, the premium Android tablet experience that we have right now, since we don't have any competition in that realm. I miss the days of the Xperia tablets because those are, those were also one of the most high, I mean, it was glass on glass, but it was, it was just perfection in my, my but they were nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Very, very nice. Yes. And and you kind of get that experience now also with S with the S8 Ultra, the Plus, and even the Tab S8. So, um, in a way, I'm happy that Samsung's still doing that, and I'm also happy the fact that it's it's not limiting the 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 flexibility of customizations. Uh, Dex mm-hmm. works great. Uh, Good Lock works on it as well, um, and you can customize it to your heart's content. So that that was my intention with the video on Monday on Tuesday. How yeah, to customize video- it first things, yeah. The video was solid, and, and it's kind of in the same in the same position where I'm no fan of Samsung. I'm no fan of Apple. But I would say one of the mar- one of the markets that both of those companies seem to be tackling well, um, they're the only names in the game for tablets. I, I, you know, there isn't anyone else. Well, excuse me, 
for ARM-based, mobile-focused operating system tablets. Because other than that, it's you you move up to a proper PC and you get oh, no, like, I know. a and, Surface and, or something like that. Well, I mean, with the size of this display, though, I mean, this is, I mean, I obviously... You, know, you went full Schwarzenegger on that. You're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, the size right of this there. display. The size and then of this I saw, display, like, your yeah. forearms flex, and I was like, dang, he's been dang. working out. Exactly. I've been, it, this is my new fan. <laughs> it's uh, the Tab S8 Ultra fan. It, it's the fan I, edition. I, I, don't, 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 yeah, the fan. Oh, you nerd, and I, I love it. I had to go there. The moment I said fan, I'm like, you know. Take and, and your look, angry thumbs up and, and be done with your puns. Does this? I, I was going to make a joke that you were about to turn this into like a bad Jerry Riggs everything Ben test by continuing <laughs> no, to flop that thing I, w- I will. No, actually, this is, seriously. Uh, it's pretty Construction wise, yeah. it is very sturdy yeah. for the, for the, for the, with my only It's thing, no iPad Pro. No, obviously, yeah. No, it, this is hot garbage <laughs> compared to iPad iPad Air, even the one that yeah. just announced. Well, because the iPad Pros were so easy to bend, and Apple does not get enough credit for making folding tablets. Uh, they they did it first. It, the tech is still, you know, still being challenged. No, but what I wanted to, what I was trying to show, because Aditya was commenting on the in there. So the the pen that comes with the Tab S8 Ultra. And there's just the word Ultra now is going all over. The, so Ultra is the new Pro. So you. You do basically get no no love on oh, yeah. nothing, and because um, Aditya was like asking us like what happened there. So and if you take the S Pen from, you know, now let's do the other way around and start looking pens pens galore. Uh, it also doesn't work because no Samsung wants to be able to you know control the entire experience. No, actually take that back. Hold on. So wait, the Ultra no, works on the... the uh, yeah, it does. So the yeah. Ultra works on the... the and it, you guys know now I have a ring light. Ta-da! No. But this is one of my problems. So here. Eh, come on. Okay. So it does work. The the pen works, but then you can't use the one from the S8 Ultra on the S21, uh, S22 Ultra. So this is one of the weird... Like if I'm in the middle of working on the tablet, I can, you know, I can't use the same pen on the on the phone. I have to make sure to take the pen out of the phone out. So, but it is like I said, it's a convenience thing. Uh, if I'm using the Pro, it should work perfectly fine. And now I just have too many pens. And but yeah, either way. Um, speaking of which, Apple. Since we're talking Apple, and <laughs> let's just yeah, let, best just, segue ever. I I I. Try. So I know you have to be just incredibly critically excited to see yet another iPhone six uh, make it to market. I know you you've been saying all this time it's really a shame that uh, you know Apple so you know makes all these other phones because genuinely. They've been making the same form factor phone since the iPhone six. They should just stick with that. I mean, that was just perfection. And, so. and that's what we got. We we got the new SE twenty twenty. I, I don't know what you want to call it. The SE three, the SE twenty twenty two. I'm going to go by 5G. year at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, it, I I think the, so. We had the the original iPhone SE. That which, to me is the goat. That to oh, me so, is yeah, still yeah. easily one of the all-time best Mighty Mouse communicator devices that's ever been made. The iPhone 5 form factor was absolutely brilliant for one Mm -hmm. thumb on the go, quick texting, still has a headphone jack. My original iPhone SE is currently the best Apple, or I should say the newest best Apple solution to really get your, your value for money out of Apple Music. So if you're subscribed to Apple Music and you really want to hear that high res audio, 
the iPhone SE is the way to go. That's that's the best way to do it. Um, anything else is a downgrade or requires a dongle, which isn't as good as the built-in headphone jack. No. And uh, it's just really a bummer that Apple has lost their way. I'm sure the market will correct for that at yeah. some point and, and, and let people know that Apple products aren't always just brilliantly perfect, that they sometimes have some pros and cons. It, and, and obviously, and it extends the, the lineup of devices. Uh, actually, what I was really mostly <laughs> excited about, um, which I don't think a lot of people are focusing on, and I don't know why, but Samsung's obviously not taking credit for this. Uh, but Apple finally invented, the, you know, they copied, uh, you know, Samsung. They got the green color. And oh, Sony doesn't want to focus on this It one. is a nifty color to finally invent. It is. And, and I'm surprised My eyes Samsung went, oh, wow, that's a color. And then... That I really appreciated. Ever since I, I Samsung invented I, the black color a couple of years ago, I've been really a big fan of Samsung colors. I, yeah. This 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 whole period, because I'm being really snarky here. Where is it? I think I've got my iPhone SE right over here. I, mine is so I've got the, the SE 2020 right here in my little wiener dog case. Um, I got and the it's still color in a different wiener dog case, but yeah. I mean, the red one is the one to get. It is. Absolutely. It is. Yeah. Project completely red. agree. Exactly. Um, the... Uh, the, the iPhone SE to me still represents one of those conversations that the rest of the tech industry doesn't tackle very well, which is mm-hmm. a nice-ish communicator-focused device yeah. where it, it really is just about as easily as I can with one thumb getting to navigating all of this stuff and punching out a reply while never having to engage my other hand. And Touch ID is still, I think the best solution for that phone is unlocked before it's fully out of your pocket um, kind of use. But I also feel like with everything mm-hmm. that we've seen, we, we, we kind of smirk and, and mock phones like the iPhone SE, but the iPhone SE by itself sells in the same kind of numbers as like a Galaxy S22. So when we really look at like what the entire Apple ecosystem represents and, and, and how little Apple really does play with the device sort of gradient, the, the, mm-hmm. the choices of those devices, I, I understand why it's there. I, I just wish we could actually learn some of the good lessons from Apple. I would love to see a company get, I mean, because how from iPhone 6 to 6S to 7 to 8 to mm-hmm. SE to SE2. Yep. This is good. we're going on six full phone generations and rebuilds of kind of the same form factor. Same My wife has an, exactly. an iPhone 8 and it uses the exact same cases as what this new uh, SE is going to I, I, use. I did the same thing. I, so I did yeah. mine uh, with my wife on the iPhone 7. She, they had iPhone 7. Uh, they issued them the iPhone 7. Yeah. And when I got the IC like a year, couple of years ago, same, 2020. Same case. I gave, her some, yeah, I gave her some of the extra cases I had because it's the exact same, and it still is. Um, I mean, at, at some point I'm, I'm wondering, so don't get me wrong. I, I appreciate what, what Apple's trying to do. They're giving a, an entry-level iPhone. It's it's completing the, the five-device tier process. And it looks like the SE is a by-year kind of an experience. Anyways, they're not going to release mm-hmm. it every year. We'll get it every two years. Makes sense. Runs the latest hardware uh, you know, SoC that they offer. Obviously, now we have 5G. We're still using IPS. We're not we're not jumping over to OLED. We're, so, we're still looking at the same small form factor display. It's a step up, in my opinion. It's like you go in and you say, I want an SE, and then you see the mm-hmm. iPhone 13 mini, and then you see the iPhone 13, and I think that's really where this is trying yep. to get you. 
it's always that situation where it gets you through the door because you're like, well, this is a $430 iPhone. And they're yeah. like, oh, but if I pay a little bit more, I can get the 13 or the 13 mm -hmm. mini, right? Or and I was going to upgrade the storage, but if I upgrade the storage, then I'm only $50 away. I was going to say the 430 is 64 gigabytes, still 64 gigabytes of storage entry. Yep. No phone should. So we are at the point now that 64 should not be an acceptable entry level. 128 <laughs> is what used to be 64 and what 32 But it's a pain was. point to get you it, to it, move And it is. And that's what it is. It's a small enough of a pain point that when you get in, whoever's helping you there says, well, you're going to be taking a lot of pictures. Well, I think you should go to the 128. And if you go by to the 128 and you're like, well, you're already in iPhone 13 territory. Yep. So the, the story obviously is, as you said, it may not, it's not going to sell as much as people think it will. Um, for us, obviously, we're more enthusiasts. We like to try everything. So we pick up the SE. We want to see how that form factor. Mm -hmm. But for me right now, it's like when I look at the SE 2022, with the exception of 5G, I'm getting the exact same experience I'm getting on the SE 2020. Nothing they've talked about. So this is why I'm going to get cranky and why I'm I'm still not jumping on anything Apple until I hear unequivocally that they're not going to be doing on-device content oh. scanning. So I'm yep. still yeah, not yeah. going to spend a dime with Apple until I know Mm -hmm. They're not going to be eroding consumer privacy protections. Um, but none of my issues with the 2020 SE are mm -hmm. going to be solved by putting in 5G and a more powerful SoC. Yeah. My biggest oh, exactly. problems with this phone were, unless you're only using it for like casual interactions and texting and communicating and light social media, this battery nukes itself in a very short period of time. This phone is already using an engine too big for its fuel tank, so putting in a more powerful engine and a more powerful 5G radio does not help this. It makes I, the experience I, 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 I even I want to say the battery may be a little bit bigger. I, I of course somewhere. it's going to be, but they can't it make it be. radically bigger because it's well, the same shell. Well, no, no, but but it, it's kind of like saying they gave you a little bit more battery, but then they give you a more uh, powerful modem. So now the modem is actually going to yeah. get, get, take out everything. They're, they're going to advertise it. Oh, it's got a 5% larger battery, but... The, the SOC the drains 10% more power and the 5G radio drains another 15. But don't worry, you have that option of disabling 5G and running on 4G sure. on this brand new phone that you The carriers are so happy to help you out. No, no, when absolutely. When the iPhone 12 dropped, they were all, they, they, were, they were just so considerate and giving to help people disable the most advertised feature of the iPhone 12. Dude, don't, don't. Let's not get it. So speaking of disabling thing, I, I went through my own <laughs> round of disabling carrier applications and processes in the background. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I had a very quick remember, like a, a flashback or a deja vu to the days of where uh, why I rooted my Samsung devices that I used to get from uh, from T-Mobile. Nothing against T-Mobile as a company. I understand what they're trying to do. But the reality is a phone that you buy should be a phone that you buy. And the fact that it is a Samsung branded through T-Mobile meant that T-Mobile has some applications and functions and services that ran in the background that um, should not be running in the background and installing apps without asking permission. So that to me was a little bit of a, I felt That's a very, bad thing. yeah, it's, it's one thing to know that Samsung, that, that T-Mobile does monitor and they like to gather some analytics for their networks and so on. I think every carrier does that. But having an application give me a notification telling me that we've just installed applications because we think this is going to improve your network connectivity. And then all I get was Amazon uh, Amazon and T-Mobile Play and I'm getting like, you know, shopping applications and Facebook. Like, yeah. where is that other than you making money from installing it? So um, 
I, I'm with you. I, I think there, if there, if there is one thing I I like about what iPhone does is that they have a little bit more power with OEMs that they cannot force them yeah. to install these apps. So they don't have but, more power with governments we disagree with. So if no. Russia wants them to put a whole bunch of objectionable software on the iPhone, that's Duh. just fine for capitalism. But I'm wearing <laughs> my vaguely you know, revolutionary <laughs> communist cap. So maybe I shouldn't go down that road too far. <laughs> too far. In the and we, of our we, that will be on, an, that will definitely be an episode of One After Dark running. Very, <laughs> One very After Dark just going off. Not, <laughs> no. I'm not going to tank the whole rest of what we're trying to do. No, here. no. I, I mean, so the, obviously there was more, more things talked about, but I felt like I, I wasn't as excited about this SE as I was on the last one. I chose I'm not, not to excited on at all. It's not well, even I was very excited for the last generation of SE because I felt like it did the SE mission well. This mm-hmm. does not improve the SE. No, no, no. It, I was excited me. more about the fact that it existed not necessarily what it is. It's the fact that we're seeing a continuation. They're they're yeah. working with it. That's, that's going to be every that's, other year. That's more fair and than that, I that, yeah, that was that was the only excitement I got out of it because then when I saw what it was I seriously felt like I have mine and it's still exactly the same. There's no benefit for me to upgrade to it. And then just for shits and giggles, I decided to go online and see how much would it cost? How much would Sam's, sorry, how much would Apple give me for my SE 2020? Um, and it was basically 150 bucks for my $400 phone, which, you know, still, okay. it's not that bad. But um, it's well, the what? other stuff that I think was also uh, kind of put up. Which one? No, I, I just want to see. No, I, I don't mean to interrupt. I, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. thinking out loud. Let me, let, I wanted to pull up Swappa and see like, how if you can get a hundred bucks, you said one hundred and fifty for it your. It was one hundred and fifty for the uh, for yeah for the twenty twenty. Um, Which to me felt like was like basically you know just like a thirty five forty percent value of what it was two years ago. Because that obviously yeah, was that's running kind of about what they're going for on Swapper right now. I so his recently when I've noticed the trade in values that I've seen. Oh, actually, sites, you know what? No, I mean if if you can climb up to decent condition sorry the first couple i saw were in like fair like used oh, yeah. condition yeah. and they were mine is, mine 150 is to 170 um there are a few that are going for like 220 that's so not that bad. When, when we're talking more sense to me when we're talking budget phones and you've been mm-hmm. using your se for a while but it's still in really really clean condition 70 bucks that's a big that's a 50 percent price difference over what you're going to get from an apple trade-in this exactly. podcast not sponsored by swappa <laughs> no but you'll frequently find us there because that's where i you know what this would if, if if you've got an iphone se this would be a really good time to try and flip that phone yep. um the fact that it's still holding over 50 uh, percent of its value um that's not terrible for a budget focused any budget focused phone and and i think that's what i think that's the thing that i that helps people appreciate what they have i mean yes the thing is because it releases every two years obviously the price may be less than what you typically would expect if it was just a year old um there was obviously a lot of other announcements they talked about the brand new ipad air supporting better better pen inputs uh you know was it that an ipad air was getting the m1 are we seeing the the, the ipads all shift over i think the m1 yeah so they're also they're they're going to shift the M1 even at the air level, and uh, the the uh, the new pe- Apple Pencil second generation is also going to be supported here. Uh, USB C mm-hmm. finally <laughs> across the board, you know, yay! Um, <laughs> although although on 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 a, on a podcast that you probably will hear more about tomorrow or on Saturday uh, on the Mobile Tech Podcast with Miriam, um, 
she's thinking that it's more than likely at some very soon at some point we're going to be seeing a portless iphone but i'll leave that conversation oh, yeah. for, for I, I, th- I think we're i mean that's before not, we see us before we see not, a usb-c version iphone that's right not 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 to not not, not to uh to minimize what yeah. her prediction might state but it's i i feel like that's not necessarily a Nostradamus kind of prediction. I feel it's pretty clear Apple what? is building up a, sort of a collection of accessories that will be far more expensive than just picking up a USB-C cable. And that's going to be their solution for yeah. the iPhone. Um, what, what I think is interesting is seeing the iPad Pro and the iPad Air start mm. to merge. Yeah, where yeah, so so now now they're sharing more of the same guts. They're they're going to have access to the same SOCs, USB-C. That this is still their kind of it's entry level. Of, yeah, it, it's, yeah. It's it's their budget style. I mean, it's their budget tablet. The Air. It's about four hundred bucks, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, roughly the same price as the SE. But I feel like if you're going to pick up an SE, you know what I mean? Like it's a weird like how pricing is, but um, yeah. I feel like it's you know from from mobile computing. If you really, you could pretty much it, due to the fact that it runs an M1, although it's still running iPad OS, it's not running Mac OS. Mm-hmm. Um, you're obviously not getting the full potential of the M1 yet for like editing and rendering. I, you're it, never going to get the full potential of the no, M1 no, no, no. Because I, I, then why would you why would you buy a MacBook? Why would you go for the MacBook Air if you have an iPad Air that does the same? Yeah. Uh, which kind of same conversation we had back when the when the when iPad yeah. started getting M1. And then you're like, why? Like, you're giving me well, the Well, I, the- I was one of those people that was getting, like, really excited for it. Because, again, Apple has this lock on the hearts and minds of consumers where if we were going to oh, start taking... Oh, it's five ninety nine. Sorry, Michael. Oh, five ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. Five, Michael's cor- uh, correcting me on that one. I thought it was 400 but it, yeah. I mean, I know it's the Air model, but yeah, I'm sorry. But, but I, I was one of those people who really did feel like, well, maybe Apple will finally start giving us that nudge where... An iPad Pro with an M1 mm. chip in it is going to start blurring the lines more. And when Apple locked it down as severely as they did, it was like, no, it's just an iPad. You can't do anything else with it but iPad things. But we're going to give you the M1 anyways. Yeah. It completely deflated. I mean, that would, to me was like, oh, man, I, I am actually getting a little Twitter-pated about what Apple's potentially doing here. This could be really disruptive. I'm so excited. Oh, no? No, they they they're still keeping their artificial product divisions between phone and tablet. And they, they will not. And yeah, they will never cannibalize right. one line for the other, and and they, and that's the delineation. Um, but you know, I think at the end of the day, for me, one of the reasons why iPads never were very. So uh, full disclosure, I use a, an i uh, I use a Mac, a MacBook Pro, but I'm still using the i9 model. It's a couple years old um, as mm-hmm. my work computer for my day job. So I do use a Mac. It's not like I'm not a Mac user. I don't edit on my Mac. I don't use, I don't render. Obviously, this is different stuff. Day job work different than sure. what I do for myself. Um, I do know that uh, a few of my friends use M1s for editing videos on, on their MacBooks, and they swear by it. And it's seriously, like I'm talking like rendering time, performance, and all of that. And I would love to tap into that with their new, you know, professional level Mac, uh, you know, Mac Mini-esque Mac stations, basically, uh, uh, that they're that they're putting there. But it just kills me when I see saying, you know, just for the sake of saying that the label says an M1 on it, you think it's what the other ones are doing. And it's 
pretty much just a a label. That's really all it is. I mean, they have the SOCs, obviously, but, you know. But but, and and not just that. I mean, I I feel like this is just a part of the conversation that Apple marketing. Mm -hmm. I mean, Apple does such a good job of making people feel special for buying their products. Absolutely. But yeah. And, and, and I don't mean this to take away from the accomplishment that is the M1, because I think mm-hmm. that is a, a pretty baller SOC, and it's it's definitely spurring a level of competition that we haven't seen from AMD and Intel for a while. Yeah, yeah. But the, what we got out of the M1 was basically the continuation of the A-series for tablets. Mm-hmm. And so they took that SOC experience, and then they kind of crafted something a little ballsier, and that's where we get the M1. Yeah. So that's that's still. I mean, you can't you can't now trifurcate your SOC division. They've already lost a couple key players in their SOC division. Um, that's why I feel like the iPhone uh, from iPhone 12 to iPhone 13, we didn't see the same kind of bravado on all these amazing leaps in 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 power and performance. We saw sort of a refinement. Year over exactly. year, it, yeah. that that helps that it helps the iPhone 13, but it doesn't necessarily leapfrog what Apple was typically able to accomplish. And I think you know we're starting to see like you can't you can't keep a division running SOCs for phones, mm-hmm. SOCs for tablets, another AX series of SOCs for tablets, and this M series SOCs for for laptops and desktops. So it only makes sense. You 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 have to pick. Does your tablet kind of get a performance nerf, and you only go with your phone SOC, or do you use the overkill M series SOC, but then make sure it's software limited so you can't do too much with it? And so yeah. you're, you're kind of in an impossible middle zone for the iPad. Someone is going to be mad either way. It's either the phone style or the laptop style, but you're still kind of selling the same iPad experience that you've always gotten. Yeah, no, and, and I think that's the the biggest thing with their doubling down on it. All they're doing though is that now they're they're blending their Pro with their Light with their Air uh, experience and giving you more functionalities yeah. across the. Board. Well, because but they, you know they they can't they have nowhere to upgrade the Air two mm-hmm. because they don't the have an A fifteen X exactly SOC, so they've got to go with an M. Because that's the only continuity, that's the only upgrade path that they've got is to use their their laptops. But I did kind of want to chat. Have you um have you uh, read up any on the the M1 Ultra? Um, I was about in from... my mind as you were talking. I was looking. I was like, so there's M1, M1 Pro, M1 Max, M1 Ultra. Like they're 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 naming convention in there. But the Ultra for me, honestly. I feel like it's, like it's where the excitement. It's like plus 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 plus. <laughs> well, so for me, I was thinking Goku Vegeta fusion dance style kind of thing. right. Because well, that's kind of what the ultra go- is. Yeah, 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 it is. They fuse two M1 Pros, uh, two M1 Maxes, and they're like, okay, well, this is the ultra baby. Go. That's how we rock it. We're gonna connect it. We have a bridge. We have a custom bridge, you know, and it's like they're showing you the graphics and how they did that. Essentially, yeah, they took two M1 Maxes and they basically said, look, we're going to just cut it, you know, for the lack of the word, balls to the wall. 128 unified memory on this. You're going to be able to perform like, you know, baller 8K. I think, was it, what did they say? Uh, eight eight simultaneous 8K feeds at the same time. Like, I was like, yeah, crazy. But I mean, you know, for, 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 for all of their claims, though, what, what, what we have is a bridge. Um, yeah. I, I would highly recommend... Uh, checking out Tech Tech Potato. I was about to... Yeah, uh, Dr. Ian recently mm-hmm. having stepped down from his role at Anantech. Um, oh. He's got a pretty good video out on this, kind of describing 
what the potential or theoretical max and limits might be of this type of SOC design. And there are very few people I trust to speculate on this kind mm. of stuff. He is one of the few that I think like, okay, he probably knows what he's talking about and he's still caging it as this is what I think they're doing might, might be something different, but it's, um, it is kind of interesting to see that, for how impressive the M1 Max is, mm-hmm. an Apple solution in tying two of these together, we're, we're still going to have to put this through paces to see where this bridge solution might not um, completely live up to Apple's marketing. And yeah. this is another one of those frustrating things where if it gets put in the hands of a YouTuber who's going to render a video under totally normal video quality settings in Final Cut, you're not really taxing what could be interesting about a solution like this. Mm-hmm. And and we also can't get to sort of that end conversation where they're talking about this crazy memory bandwidth, but they might only be able to dedicate, because we don't know how the lanes of this PC are organized to funnel information through complex processing units so if you've got bottlenecks, then some of these big, huge bar graph benchmarks don't mean what you think they'll mean when you put a real program in that box and try and get a result out of it. I'm critically impressed with the Max. The Max is an incredible piece of silicon, and, and this solution is kind of threadrippery, and I'm, I still have my old Threadripper. Mm-hmm. I still haven't upgraded my PC. So I'm definitely a fan of, like, get a bunch of chiplets and staple them together and you can do something pretty ridiculous with it. But I, I'm, I'm always critically anxious to see, like, they're promising us, you know, $50,000 worth of performance in a box that costs around $8,000. Mm-hmm. I don't trust Apple when they make claims like that because I feel they're always so hyper-specific about it outperformed this box that was four times more expensive in this one tiny slice of a synthetic benchmark that operates in no way, shape, or form how you will really use a program as complex as video rendering or CAD design or something in your own in your own workflow. Well, and what I also found it very interesting is that even though they so with the with that solution being done the way they did, but they also separated like the, the iMac experience where I think a lot of people were waiting for iMacs. They separated that experience. Now you have to buy the monitor yeah. by itself, the PC by mm-hmm. itself, and you have the Max at two thousand, and then the Ultra at the four thousand starting level point. Um, it's it's that whole the, the lineation, you know, a la carte kind of thing that they're trying to do now, where it's going to cost you more. But it is, like you said, yeah. it, the the reality. I mean, we all know what the the whole adding multiple GPUs, you know, uh, SLI connections and running, you know, m- sure. multiple NVIDIA. Not every, not it doesn't always translate to better performance if your system is not only a optimized for it, but the application that you're using is also designed to leverage the usage of both GPUs at the same time. Not every video editor could use both GPUs, even if you did have to. Uh, so, as you said, having multiple CPUs connected together just to get you that, you know one benchmark overall performance, you know, top, yeah. you know, performance there. The reality at the end of the day, this is made for specific users. 
Um, mm-hmm. I hope whomever ends up becoming a user of the five, the 4,000 model can leverage and use all the power that it has. I think the max is way more than anybody ever really needs from the, from the level of where the one M1 has been performing. This is, I'm basing it based on the lowest common denominator. Even the base level M1 still outperforms some of the older generation, uh, you know, rendering and yeah. not gaming. I'm talking specifically production style. No, you, no one buys Macs for gaming. I, and, and, but that's, I, but yeah, that's a poor, <laughs> it's like, a poor. But uh, it's an M1. No, no, it, it's your money. It's it's a. I, I I'm interested to see what they offer. I think the the base model the M the M1 Max is definitely going to be maybe more where most people go to. Uh, I'm. I'm a little bit torn with the configuration that they do, but at the end of the day, it is exciting to see what they're doing. I want Windows to get it's off It's interesting their to see what they're doing. It, but it, I want this, to see the, Windows get off their butt and start figuring out, like, dude, yeah. we are so far behind on this race. It, it's going to be pointless at some point. You know well, what I mean? Like, it, 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 it's going to be complicated, but it, it's at least encouraging. I, I, if you would ask me when Intel 10th Gen came out, Okay, if, if if Intel was going to be able to iterate and become more competitive against the chiplet strategy from AMD over two generations, I mm. would have laughed. Because often our roadmaps for, for uh, CPU designs are like four years out or, or mm-hmm. two, two to four years out. And to see how quickly they have reorganized, restructured, and now um, with 12th gen... This is a very different Intel than I was expecting to see bringing products to market. In fact, AMD is is now like kind of in a much more even back and forth for CPU design, especially laptop CPU design, yeah. where you can win some fights in multi-core, but you're going to lose some fights in single core. Um, Intel can surprisingly pull some power efficiency tricks that now AMD is falling behind on. And with pressure from Apple and with any kind of interest in that next, uh, what, I forget what, what the new Qualcomm 8CX. The 8CX Gen 3. 3, yeah. yeah. So with that bringing a whole bunch of X1 performance cores <laughs> to a laptop-style chip um, and Lenovo actually using that in a ThinkPad, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm much more encouraged to see where that, business grade compute power solutions somewhere in between what we expect from a core i5 to a core i7 is going to be really well satisfied we're going to have some phenomenal competition some some choices that are going to be better for just raw compute power some choices mm-hmm. that are going to be better for battery life yeah, yeah when we look at something like the mac studio i'm anxious because I want to see professional grade products that still give us access to the internals. I know you don't really do that with a system on chip design, but it makes me anxious when someone says like, I bought a $4,000 computer. When Apple says that computer's done, there's nothing you can do to it. There's nothing you can do to polish it up, spruce it up, give it a little mid midlife refresh Maybe change the hard drive. That's about it. Yeah, but nothing on the actual and, computer side. And 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 now you're kind of stuck with it. So if you and and also if you didn't buy high enough to anticipate your future needs, you're kind of locked in on a certain tier, mm-hmm. unless you want to flip the whole system. And that to me just feels 
unnecessary or it feels kind of wasteful. Well, at, so, at a, so at a massive loss as well. I mean, if you so to, to your point, sorry, out. that was a yeah. rambling way to get back to your point. To your point, I'm very much encouraged about the consumer laptop game. Mm-hmm. I think those options, even when they're kind of glued shut. I think you're still getting a value for performance for money that's very encouraging. Mm-hmm. As someone who likes to tinker with giant workstation grade steel chassis uh, computer boxes, and I like to get my hands in the guts of that system, I'm a little anxious about where we might go at the pro level making products that aren't really as pro as they used to be. Yeah, no, and, and it's it's very much more pro to, to Apple now is more of horsepower. It's But it is all – once everything is soldered on the board and everything is built and only Apple can, can provide you with a different one, uh, yeah, it's going to be a very interesting approach. If, if you if – you, let's say you bought the 16 gig, a gig RAM uh, model and let's say in a couple of years you're like, well, I need 32. Well, tough luck, my friend. You have to sell that entire thing. At whatever loss, and then buy an entire new system, whatever yeah. the new hotness needs to be. Uh, I, I I understand it from a business model why this is obviously very appealing to Apple, but from a consumer point of view, it, it is very makes me yeah, a little anxious. It, it, it's very yeah. like I like I, I when you say the word pro, pro means professional <laughs> tinkering. Uh, it, you know the, the capabilities of doing things that you're the average model of the consumer model does not give you the ability of doing so yeah. namely changing the gpu adding more ram changing the hard drive obviously maybe adding adding, cool, adding better cooling or whatever but at, at the end of the day you're able to customize your experience and if for the lack of a better term changing the gpu to improve the performance because 90 percent of what we were leveraging in the past were all gpu based right where we had AMD going in there and they were going in and giving us some more of their performance improvements. But at the end of the day, what I'm looking at it right now, it's, it's a, they're, they're changing the, the, the playground and everything is basically soldered on the board. You're getting the performance, but you're stuck. You're, you're in a weird, like you can't change anything. So it, it, there's some things to be excited about and some things that you can't, like you said, that new system, the studio, you can't really change anything on it. Yeah. I mean, you can you can hook up an extra hard drive on the outside, well, but I, I and I and I do need and to put kind in of other IOs, and of course, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and and again, that's what we won't know is what 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 kind of what kind of IO will this box? I mean, are you going to be able to plug in external? Get, I mean, again, yeah, you, yeah, you, you have HDMI two point You have no, uh, no. But what what USB-C. I mean is, and and again, this is I'm I'm tr- I'm starting to just regurgitate points from Dr. Ian's video. So instead of oh, me sorry. giving you a bad Cliff Notes version of what some of his concerns were, I would just highly recommend Checking going to video. check it out. I, I will definitely because do so. Yeah. It, it's, it's extremely well thought out. And he even gets into... See, what I love about how he's been doing Tech Tech Potatoes, he gets into the end of it, and you can literally watch him thinking through different solutions for CPU design. And he's like, well, but if they did this, then maybe that's part of the issue. But then the power management would be something else. So if they're comparing it to a 16-core CPU, they're probably looking at Alder Lake. But then if they're also looking at this, I mean, like, he, in real time, you're watching yeah. him try to suss out what, what this could mean or what some of the drawbacks might be. And me, just parroting what he said is is an inadequate version so so i, I would I, highly recommend you, I will you guys definitely, i will definitely yeah please if everybody in the chat if you got, if you're not already subscribed to dr ian tech tech potato um definitely and he's been he's been with us in the chat in the past i think if i'm not mistaken yeah uh, yeah he's yeah, he's he's, he's popped in um 
so you know, obviously, a lot of things covered, a lot of things talked about at Apple. That, I mean, and and we'll have to see once hardware starts shipping and people are able mm-hmm. to start testing and using, and we'll see more videos about but, those. But my my general recommendations are very conservative. To mm-hmm. me, something like the Mac Studio makes a ton of sense for like a film studio. Yeah, where or they're editor, probably have, yeah buying, but but they're probably buying a suite of machines mm-hmm. for for one specific film. And they're working in-house and developing on those machines. And then when that film breaks and those producers move on to other projects, the costs of operating that part of the studio just get rolled into the next project. And then they're going to go and buy whatever the new hotness is when that new movie needs to be produced. Mm -hmm. And so all those old machines either get scrapped or sold off. So if that's your workflow, then great. I don't. In, until we get to see what the life cycle is like from these new MacBooks, from the new iMacs, and into uh, these new Mac Studios, I would not recommend buying high right now mm-hmm. until we see, you know, like, does does a Mac Studio 2 come out in 18 months with some crazy new CPU or SOC configuration that then all of the Mac OS software is dedicated to supporting that rendering your older Mac Studio less supported or less effective. And I think that's fair, because we see some of those cycles play out with Apple with other products. No, yeah, I, I would device, be very conservative. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I would just recommend people be somewhat conservative or just be realistic, like, hey, I think this is the kind of machine and the power curve that I'm going to need for the next six years, and I'm comfortable kind of buying it and then not paying attention to anything else going on, just accepting the fact that Apple is in complete control and authority over your software experience for how that yep. hardware is utilized. And, and I think you have to, yeah, exactly. When you're getting into something like this, especially starting point at 2000 or 4000 with the, with the Ultra, you, you'd have to make your, your decisions very clear. But uh, like you said, the example actually makes perfect sense. Uh, workstation uh, production style type of work makes perfect sense because that's all yeah. they're going to do. And it, but you can where the company the is buying it for you. Oh, absolutely. And, it's an, and yeah. it is an expense that you're able to roll from one project to another. It absolutely Great. makes perfect sense. I mean, for in, what, in that case, jump on it. For, for what if, you if, and I do on a If daily, someone else uh, gets to buy... <laughs> I, I still yeah, for, so you. for me I find so where where the the studio doesn't make sense to me is because I more than likely would like to be able to upgrade my GPU more often than I am with to upgrade my CPU because ninety percent of my work is leveraged on the GPU not leveraged on the CPU yeah. and unless I hit a certain bottleneck where my motherboard and the bus speed and is not supporting the full potential of the new GPU uh, you know uh, style of uh, cards or whatever we're using at this mm-hmm. point. I think that would be my only reason. You to, had room to, to grow, yeah. exactly, and that's that's what the pro is intended. Now, it is in many ways now, a just, gaming system, but it is a production but, style system for me, which is what I use. Yeah, but that's that's what I loved about PC crossovers. Like mm-hmm. before, you could really get um, cost-effective mobile workstations or creator laptops. It was all about gaming laptops because you could oh, get absolutely. insane power in a ridiculously flimsy, plasticky shell. But you would say, <laughs> sorry, sorry, yeah, okay. <laughs> I remember, man, we would hit the road with Jules, and Jules's laptop was monstrous, and it had one of those double brick power supplies, <laughs> and it was so loud. 
But, I mean, it was pretty cheap, and that thing had some powerful internals. Um, I did want to just, real quick, we don't have to spend a lot of time on it, but um, Michael Corcoran uh, popped up a comment earlier. It was a while back. Um, What do you think about the monitor strategy? So we're we're looking at like a sixteen hundred dollar Mac display, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, UHD is it UHD? It's UHD resolution, twenty seven inch, mm-hmm. no, like not no, nothing fancy. I mean, it's sixty no. hertz. It's, it's a sixty it's not hertz. Even promotion. No, but oh, no, no. I don't, I don't think it's a UHD. I think it's a five K display. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's oh, a it's five K. Mo- okay, yeah, it's a five K. It's not four K. Um, it's a five K. It's essentially their. But their does monitor. it does it even have any like specific uh, like HDR? I want to. I don't. I want to say yes. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll start pulling it up. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Uh, no uh, the 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 understand the way I saw it essentially is that it was supposed to be basically the five K monitor that we've seen in the past uh, with same options to be able to basically upgrade it to get the you know the magic swivel, the stand that costs a thousand bucks, and all of that good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the 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 entire approach was essentially is to give you the opportunity to pick that monitor. Uh, and match it to whatever studio that you wanted. You know what I mean? Like okay. either be at the Max or the Pro so that you didn't get an eye. Basically, what I was hoping was essentially is that the studio was small enough to fit under or maybe mount behind the display so that you could kind of get the iMac experience if somebody was looking for more of a unified uh, kind of a, a approach. But yeah, no, it's a $1,600 5K monitor. I don't remember any HDR or kind of like certification, but it was a, ah, intended nothing. to have the color calibration essentially for, yeah. High resolution. I mean, this this thing is is better than my new art monitor on every spec, but not by much. So I'm on a so, I'm so on a 27 inch 4K. So it cheap. is it is a higher resolution display. Yeah. Um, mine is just under 500 nits of brightness, um, somewhere in there, and this is 600 you're, you're, nits of brightness. Yeah, yours is junk now, so I'm sorry. My my color calibration and color gamut support is just a hair behind this display but my innocent is somewhere around like a 400 dollars monitor so it's <laughs> about a quarter we, of the cost no, which is what i think most people should do if they're paying two thousand four thousand dollars on those it, i mean unless you have money to burn realistically or and like, like you said I, I put it on just a universal standard uh swivel the visa arm man, yeah. i mean like at, at, at any point I, I can just cover my camera <laughs> with my art monitor, just so I can swivel my camera and my monitor. Where did Juan go? What happened to Juan? And and Nvidia. Okay, I was going to say, and Nvidia broadcast was panicking. Just blurred me like, completely. Yeah, out. It it's amazing. like we're going to. Where's Juan? No. Um, it, it, it at the end of the day, I did, but like but I said, this is also like an H, HDR was it HDR ten or mm-hmm. HDR ten plus certified monitor, whereas Apple isn't even playing with anything fun. No, like because that you know kind I, of I, HDR certification. I, I'm. I'm very confident that Apple monitors are well calibrated color wise. I'm not saying that they're you know meeting certain standards, but they're definitely very well put together, well built, very good color calibration, and great for production for all of their users. I feel like, like I said, it's it was what we saw right now was a Mac. It was basically an iMac 27 or 24 inch disassembled, and now we're buying the components separately. The monitors by itself. Because we didn't hear mm-hmm. about any iMacs, and we're getting the the comp- component basically the, the studio level, either Mac Studio or Ultra Studio. So, again, more ways like to get into a base. I, what the model would have been an iMac if it was with the Macs. You're looking at thirty six hundred dollars with the base configuration, right? You yeah. go to the Ultra, you're close to now. You're going into fifty six hundred dollars. So, 
it got more expensive. That's literally what it is. It's like the frontier way of selling you an airline ticket. The ticket may seem a little smaller at some point, <laughs> but when you add all the actual options that you really want out of it, you're yeah, paying fair. more. Yeah, at the end of the day, you're it it, it matches. This is Apple's <laughs> shtick for some time. It's not it's, nothing's new here. Uh, but you know, like let's say. Apple did a lot of stuff. We talked about a lot of things stuff at Apple. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of things that kind of go on there, and there's that whole vacuum of what Apple does. Um, but actually, a little bit more interested to see about some of the stuff that you're trying to do with the Vivo because you got the Vivo back, and yeah. I know, I know you've been we've been busy with other things like the the Pocos kind of took took some of our time, and I know you you weren't able to get back into the Vivo for <laughs> your baby, oh, man. Uh, Seriously, I, I when I saw him on uh, when I saw one earlier this week, I wanted to take that phone away from him and just like go, man, just go back. Don't just worry about it. Run to the hills. Uh, yeah, it. I tried. I tried. Except it was more around my hills, and that wasn't. But I, I, I won't. I won't, I won't. Oh, it's been great. I, I mean, so, especially. I mean, first of all, thank you for taking such good care of it. Okay. Um, it is miserable to buy accessories for. So I've got a really crappy glass screen protector on there right now, which has kind of broken the fingerprint sensor. It does not oh. work at all. Okay. Um, but I just wanted something to protect the screen because I've been shooting really heavy. I, I felt bad when I had on, it because the, 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 the pre-installed oh, screen the protector TPU started. guard is garbage. Well, no, it, it's the, so the, bad. The, it was the, um, not, not the it was case, like, the, the display. The, the yeah, the, 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 the screen protector. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So they have, I, a pre, I, they have a pre-installed TPU screen protector that, I mean, in the first day that I had it, was bubbling and peeling off the sides of the phone. It is not good. Thing. Yeah, and, and it took like... me it took me two weeks to order one a, a glass screen protector. And it shipped in from China, and it's say. awful. It's really bad. It, oh, it's so that was the package you posted sensor. about, right? Is is that the, yep. the, 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 yeah? Because so buying the... buying accessories for import phones, man, it is not fun. Yeah, um, uh, I'm with you, man. Yeah, I know. But, That's why but, I, I appreciate when they include a case. If nothing else. It, I helps. appreciate when they include, yeah, at least include a case. Sorry. So the, uh, but but the reason why, and, and I'm trying to baby this phone a little bit is because I, I have been taking it out pretty heavy. I've been shooting a lot on it. It's now starting to kind of creep up as being one of my main uh, B-roll. R- rightfully uh, so, man. Kinds of I, I was using it as so a good. solid B-roll camera. Yeah. Seriously, when I had it, it, I did not grab, I didn't reach for any phone. That was the phone I reached for. Like, so it was like I, memory-wise, yeah. I got it back from you, and you, you you did. I mean, and again, thank you for taking care of it, and then also running those updates because I got it back. It was wiped out. It was clean, fresh, and ready to go with Android twelve. Yep. Um, but I started taking it out, and I'm shooting B roll with it, and I'm starting to notice like the image that I'm getting out of this. I mean, the configuration that I've got. This is an eleven hundred, twelve hundred dollar phone, mm-hmm. but so much of the image. Uh, quality, the the look of the photos, the look of the video, especially off the main sensor, it's it doesn't look like it's far off from what I can do with my mirrorless cameras. Yeah, and so I, I would be wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so I had to try and crunch the math on that. I talked about this a little in last week's podcast because I had kind of blown up at, at David Burns. Uh, Dave Burns has already gone to bed, so he's not going to be able to collaborate uh, corroborate this story. Corroborate, yeah. But, um, you know, I, my workhorse camera is a Panasonic Lumix G9 
this is micro four thirds. Uh, I, I, I'm on this right now. I've got a 12 to 35, which is kind of like having a 24 to 70 on, on mm-hmm. a full frame camera. And I, I just kept looking at photos from this and comparing them to photos from Mavivo. And I had to put together a video sort of detailing what some of those experiences were. And that video is going to go live tomorrow morning, uh, Friday uh, the 11th, if anyone's catching this on the replay. And the results, again, the way that I'm teasing this, I don't think the results are going to be too surprising. But the way that the math on these types of lenses, apertures, crop factors, sensor comparisons, pixel size comparisons, the way that these two stack up against each other is 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 a uh, is kind of an incredible place to be for smartphone photography. So yeah. I, I'm going to be very excited to uh, to publish that video tomorrow. And 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 the same thing for me. Is, is it going Patreon first or is it uh, YouTube? Oh, uh, it's it's actually in preview on the Patreon. So there's Absolutely. like there's the higher tier on my Patreon where you you will get the occasional sneak peek at some of these big videos that I'm putting together, but it's going to go, the 4K version is going to go live on the Patreon, and then the 1080p public version is going to go live tomorrow morning. Perfect. So, yeah, if you, if yeah. Uh, for everybody that's watching this or listening to this on the replay or watching it, Quan um, has a, a very nice small knit community that you know he babies and he works with. Uh, he has his own, obviously his own Discord as well his, as his own little subreddit, Glowing Rectangles. Uh, but he also has his own Patreon, which is what if you'd like to get early access to some of the deep dives that he does. Um, which is always amazing and and so nice to be able to get a little bit of a sneak peek on that. But, so, uh, but yeah, but it, I, I I am critically excited because it it, it definitely strikes at. Some of the conversation that we've been having, I, I, I feel like tech reviewers in, in, in particular mm-hmm. have kind of undersold what some of these new camera improvements really represent. And if you've ever listened to a reviewer pick up a phone like, a, a, like an, a, an S20 Ultra, mm-hmm. the sensor size on the S20 Ultra really started us off on a very different conversation about photography and capturing photographic images, cinematic video. And mm-hmm. if you've ever sat through a video, you're like, but what does it do for average consumers? You, they are fundamentally missing the point about what these kinds of improvements can deliver. And when, when I hopefully, when you see my video tomorrow and you can see kind of some of the comparison that I'm trying to 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 create here mm-hmm. uh your ability to use so one of these premium expensive phones you can take it to surprisingly far uh you can drive that camera surprisingly hard you mm-hmm. can stack it up against some in, incredible competition it, it's it's a very different but i just did full auto and the snap shots weren't as good as another phone and that's average people like no this is a twelve hundred dollar phone and i can compare it to twenty two hundred dollars worth of mirrorless camera and i think you're gonna see some interesting results I'm I'm looking forward to seeing some, at least the pictures that I'm in because I'd love to see how those came yeah. out. 
So I, I will be doing okay. a very, very small cameo in that video if you guys are interested. So but but again, someone who's joining that conversation in Bionic Scoop, he's he's running oh, his hey, own Scoop. YouTube channel. He's a, he's an incredible photographer. Again, if you understand cameras and lenses and optics and light, you you very quickly stop listening to techies because they really don't know what they're talking about with cameras. They really don't. But if you appreciate being able to craft an image, compose your shot, and you're not afraid to do just like a little editing, which so many people do through filters I, or through I, I, I was about apps. to say, yeah, we all do that unintentionally, not really realizing yeah. that we're doing it. But even professionals... Every image uh, gets a little yeah, touch up. <laughs> exactly. Every even, even if you don't do anything and you just push it through any any type of system like Instagram or whatever oh, yeah. the compression it's get compressed by too. itself yeah. yeah by itself exactly. like YouTube even yeah no i know uh, it's it's the never ending story of content and you, and and, yeah. and how is it really represented online as how you really thought it was going to look like kind of a thing um but you but, know but so I, I, yeah i'm focused sorry i'm i'm just going to wrap this up and then we can we can wrap up because we should probably cover some android 12 ground at the end of all this yeah. um but but I, I am I am very encouraged. I'm I'm very anxiously excited to see this current crop of mega sensor phones. I obviously I focused this conversation on the Vivo for one very specific hardware difference over some of these other phones. But if you're on a Note 20 Ultra to a Note 22, mm-hmm. if you want to get your hands on an Xperia Pro I. If you want to play with the Vivo, if if you want to play with a Pixel 6, is in this territory. The base model Pixel 6 gets us very close to what I'm going to describe in this video for not a lot of money, <laughs> but no, delivering no. some of those advantages. Um, that 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 takes this conversation to a completely different tier of artistic creation, expression, productivity, and and if you're into content at all, if you want to just make better memories for your family and friends, there are very good reasons to start shopping phones specifically built with these kinds of camera sensors in mind. Well, not only just the sensors, but also the uh, stabilization uh, technology that we have in there. The X70 Mm -hmm. Pro Plus has a really good stabilization, which not only helps it for regular photography and and, video shooting, but also nighttime, low light performance on this is also crazy good. Um, I I kid you not, I mean, there was a a battle with me when I was was at CES. Do I open up my bag and try to set up my A7 IV or do I just grab the the, the phone that will do... I can just get the shot right now. (laughs) Yeah, no, but but that's what it is. When you're on a crunch and you're in... and this is really where the true test is, right? It's sometimes you have the time to set up the shot. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have the time to compose and do all of that. But there are times that you don't, especially when yeah. you're doing this as, a, as an actual job, like in things like that. You're covering an event. CES is a perfect example. MWC is a perfect example for that. Um, you need to be able to not only know exactly, but rely and know what tool to bring out. And that could be a big difference. But the, the X70 Pro Plus... As a camera system, just on the primary sensor on the back, I've seen so much, like not just the color science, but the performance, the versatility, the ease of use may not be the snappiest Android device on the market, but it still is quite powerful enough to give me and do everything I wanted. The microphones on it are absolutely phenomenal. Um, It's so so good. 
it, it is one of those like when you find a hard piece of hardware that works so well as good as your dslr or a mirrorless camera you start questioning like really like why am i spending so much well I, 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 I try to address some of that because obviously I'm not going to yeah. be getting rid of my investment in micro four thirds. Dang lens it. I thought, selection. This was gonna be, I thought this was going to be the thing that gets you out of, gets me over to Lumix, my, just, I want to just, get you. Yeah. I just, you know, just sell loom. Nothing's wrong with Lumix, man, but you know, <laughs> let's get you over on an a seven. But uh, it's just so whatever. cute. I, I, again, it's a, great, know, like, it's a good camera. Think, it's a good camera. Think, I'm just kidding. Think yeah. about like when when you get yourself like a decent fast prime in Sony land, and it's like oh. you've got a coffee can sticking off the front of your phone. I mean, have you ever seen my 17 millimeter f 1.8 on your on, this is, on your on the Canon? No, on 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 my on my Lumix. Oh yeah. Well, I just got to show because this is so cute. Um, it's smaller than a stack of extension tubes. That that's that's a but fast that's, prime that, in no, micro know, four I thirds. Well, I was about to say yeah, micro four thirds. You had the you you have the benefit. Don't get me wrong. I'm getting myself back into a crop. You know, APS-C sensors. Right. I've got a twenty millimeter pancake prime. Hold on, let me show you this. This is this is the cutest thing you've ever seen. It looks like I, a lens cap for a Sony. I I still have my uh my fifty mil uh prime on, <laughs> which is about probably about the same thickness. Uh, on my my, can, my, on my can. first knuckle. <laughs> It's taller than the lens. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm totally with you, and I, I, I think I'm it's, saying. it's more, it's adorable. For me, it, it is, it is absolutely. But what happened for me is, I, I went with full, full frame sensors on everything, with the exception yeah. of my top down, and I decided to go with the E10, which, up to this point, it was actually kind of doing well. But then I seriously started seeing some of the limitations of using an E10 when I go to cover an event. Um, yeah. I the A seven four was the right camera to take with me to CES. For the A ten sure. was was not the right camera, so I I kind of leveraged my work a little bit more towards you know mobile photography. I started really sort of focusing more about using the uh, you know yeah. here what we get the P fifty Pro because Again, I, I had to fall back I, on something. I, I, I completely <laughs> you left me I, high and dry. <laughs> I completely neglected that in my video, but that is like if you care about photography, if that is like a core motivating aspect of what gets you into mobile technology you can make some compromises for huawei's software issues and talk about a hardware strategy that is it's a it's a force to be reckoned with in in smartphone photography still with with the limitations of the ability of being able to take content off this phone and transferring it and all of that i still have i still enjoy using the phone and this is why it's still in my rotation and it'll be with me whenever i'm taking it so like for me um like i said it's just when you when you when you find the right piece of tech that sings to the or that hums to the tune that you like it's yeah. like we vibrate at the same frequency yeah you, you vi- yeah you're able to basically you know the, 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 so for me it it that's that's the level of excitement that i have for these devices so i absolutely i, I can't wait for the video tomorrow sorry i know i kind of like uh, hung on, on the on the concept for a little bit too long but i really like the x70 pro plus i really like that yeah. phone it is not me trying to make you you know say things no i seriously seriously like the phone it's so good it is and 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 it's really again and it's really exciting because it helps confirm a direction that i hope we travel if 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 you just want simple snapshotty point and shoot photography please start shopping more aggressively in the four to six hundred dollar range and you're going to be flush with incredible ease of use 
simple. I, again, I've got two. I've got three pixels on my desk right now. The Pixel Stack is is phenomenal for just point camera get HDR colors, and it's great. The the five A, the five, the six, the six Pro. If if you if you have an ultra, a high end Sony, a Vivo. Um, a, a Pixel Six Pro or a Pixel Six, uh, one of these, one of these uh, Huawei's, and you haven't tried pushing that camera a little harder. Harder, you are leaving so much gadget money on the table right now. Absolutely, it's like you're, you, 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 you paid all this money for the gadget. You, you, you want to get <laughs> you should <laughs> all but of the money if, if for somebody whomever decides to buy a phone or any piece of hardware that is considered to be either prosumer or more you know obviously premium or flagship truly investigate what you're buying because throwing the money at a gadget just because you threw that much money at it doesn't really make sense you're buying a label yeah. you're not going to really get the benefit of it and at that point it really you're not even looking for, for content coverage from what we do but if you really want to be able to drive what you have and truly get the full benefit of it there are devices that are obviously not everything is perfect. This is the weird part. There's never going to be a situation. X70 Pro Plus for me, I would have loved to be able to use it as a daily driver. But again, I can't use it here because it doesn't support my bands. So there, there are some limitation. And here, although I'm able to get connectivity and everything, I can't do nearby share. I can't use standard normal Android yeah. things, which does change the experience. But seriously, once you understand what you're doing and how to you know benefit from it. It works great for what I needed. Uh, content creation off of it. It runs with the 888. I mean, it's a 4G chip, but it still runs the, the power of the 888. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm able to shoot, edit, produce content, upload straight, do everything I want on there. Great microphone array. Uh, Huawei's been known amazingly well for those ever since the Mate 20, I think, or even the P30s. So just do some inv some some research in the tech that you're looking for i'm sure there's enough content to cover it yeah. um, one of the reasons why i'm going back to the uh the APS-C uh you know form factor when when it comes to sony's uh, is from a recommendation from a buddy of mine that uses it as his b-roll camera it's the a6400 yeah. um which i'm kind of a little bit bummed it was supposed to be delivered today but apparently not today it looks like maybe <laughs> tomorrow so yeah hoping for a good friday so crap so uh, it's going to be great. It, it's going to be a great weekend. I'll, I'll be well, sure. And also, Barry said that like you, you should be checking uh, hopefully tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, another Vivo might be showing up on on your doorstep. I, so, yeah, 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 I love it. I'm just saying it's uh, a little less camera focused, but it's a little more performance focused, and it's got a fingerprint sensor that I think is going to rock your socks. That you can't miss. That's, that's, let's say that. <laughs> you, you, it's, an it's fingerprint, fingerprint sensor that you, can't you, can't, you can't miss. You can blindly so, um, unlock the phone. But yeah. While we still have some people hanging out and stuff, we, uh, we, we got to spend a little time with some of the Team Pixel folks this afternoon. It was actually exciting, and, yeah. Uh, get to see uh, some group. We, uh, Isa was should, was leading, was hosting, and uh, you know, being a really good MC for the for the show it was nice. So, you know? I, 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 anytime I get to hang out with Isa is really just going to be a, a good time in general. She is she is very good people, but Absolutely. we we should probably detail a little bit because I think um, I, I personally I was a little surprised at how aggressive Google was in getting Android twelve point one formerly known as Android 12L, um, out into public distribution. And we're actually starting to see this update filter. They're doing that staged 
pixel release where Which, it's going to take a little time to get it all out but sometimes it's we are somehow on the bottom of that started. list i don't know how we I'm got there but last i'm always last like i like the, the, the december <laughs> thing i thought it was a fluke but apparently that was because they pulled it whatever anyways but the seriously like whenever they push an update i think new york side east coast style of us gets it europe gets it and I'm on the like the literally last. So this is why I'm going to be I'm, I'm going to be side loading it as uh, tomorrow morning. So yeah, if the if the uh, if the builds are available on uh, on the Android side, I, I'll just uh, I'm just going on the developer side. I'm just going to download and side load. I can't wait. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm I'm, I'm the guy that basically is like <laughs> I, I don't I, like the, it. I fix it. I just always forget like one step in side loading. I was trying to to ADB um, mm-hmm. my five A. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, why isn't it working? Oh, right. I forgot to do the volume power button press to get me into this recovery. Fast boot mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be in fast boot. You can't be in ADB. And Well, you could just basically ADB reboot fast boot, and it, that should take you automatically. Or, I, yeah. But yeah, but again, I was like, I was going through and I was trying to like, yeah, the last time I did this, 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 and this. And it <laughs> didn't work. Why wouldn't that have worked? And then, of course, it was because I missed something dumb. But but um, Android 12.1, I, I, I don't think that this is... This is the the critical exciting update for phones. No, not it, until it, it starts hitting the fold and the duo. Um, but it is nice to see some of the expanded feature sets. This is coming also by uh, as part of a, a feature drop, mm-hmm. where pixels are going to be getting a little bit smarter about detailing different languages and supporting adding some a couple a couple exciting languages. Spanish, yeah. So I, for me, I would have I would have definitely been benefit. I mean, don't get me wrong, my Spanish is not exactly super bad, but. Um, my Spanish is awful. There are a few times they're like, oh, I think TK might actually speak Spanish better than I do. I, I, I was surprised how much I understood and I was able to converse when I was in Barcelona because I <laughs> oh, had a whole good. Bunch, my whole crew that's, of friends knows good. not one of them speaks a word of Spanish because most of them are either Arabic or, you know, mostly other, you mm-hmm. know, so for me, it was more about, um, cause I, I mean, as you know, long time ago, back in 2017 or so, I went to Barcelona and I was there by myself for a week. So I had to stay and do and converse with a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. by myself in very broken Spanish. But apparently as as time went on, it, it got a much better. And um, I don't know if it was just the, the way things are. Most Catalan, uh, most most people in Spain uh, were not very perturbed by my Spanish. They were very comfortable uh, you know, like conversing with me because it was very like either that or we have nothing with these guys. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually able to do well, but I would have enjoyed having some local translation built in with the new feature drop that they yeah. talked. Um, so we have Span- uh, Spanish, not, and I don't think it's Catalan. I think it's just the way that was described was a Spanish. So yeah. uh, I'm assuming uh, the more familiar Spanish, I mean, it, it, the way they described it, I think was more, it's enough to get you by if you don't have internet access. But if you really have, if you really need specifics, it's recommended to use the online, uh, online connectivity yeah. for better, you know, language and, and dialects. I think the dialects is the biggest thing. Um, English doesn't have as much, but like in Arabic, there is so many dialects in Arabic and in Spanish, this is the same thing, depending on where you are. What A part lot of, of like, different flavors. Yeah. If you're yeah. from Honduras, you're from, from uh, Mexico, if you're from Spain, totally different. So, I, I mean, because I'm New Mexican and we have a very whiny Spanglish dialect, mm-hmm. um, I've always been a really big fan of Argentinian Spanish. I feel like that's that's the sexy. And then other that's, Spanishes that's, are pretty good, too. It, it is, but, but it's exciting to see it's exciting to see that Spanish is being adopted as well as Italian. Um, I can't wait to see where when Arabic becomes a language that's supported offline, and especially for live translations, because I feel like that's also something the Middle East will benefit more. But 
at, at some point, it's all kind of a gradual thing. Um, but, you know, on-device machine uh, processing is always appreciated. And it's one of the benefits of having a Pixel, which is nice. So I mean, it was it was a couple of things there. And I think there was one more, right? Um, uh, what was that uh, other one? Uh, this one's uh, actually been frustrating that because of all of the Android 12L articles, mm-hmm. if you just do a basic search for what was the Android 12.1 feature drop, you never get there. Even on the Google, it's like, oh, well, here's all the rumors for 12L official. No, no, no. There's an official Google Pixel blog. Mm -hmm. Just tell me what the feature drops are, Google, on your own search engine. What the heck? So if you'll give me one more second, I'm going to pull that up on the official Pixel blog. And uh, we we can chat about that. Yeah, (laughs) because... Well, so one of the other things they talked about also was better integration with uh, Snap, with Snapchat. Snapchat. Uh, so Nightsight supporting into Snapchat, uh, which honestly, I think it's something that is, it's nice. It's nice to be able to get some of those functionalities in into other applications. Uh, we already knew from, I think, ever since the Pixel 4, that camera, camera performance was improved on Pixel devices because they, uh, they uh, I want to say it was it was Instagram and it was Snapchat at the time Snap. that they got. Yeah. Yeah, well, they Snap was always has has been one of the biggest ones that they've been talking about. Um, yeah. Where where the the camera software, the camera APIs are communicating more directly with the social media apps. Absolutely. I don't know that Instagram is. I want. I, I want to say. Maybe I'm confusing Instagram with with uh, with Samsung because at some point Samsung had an Instagram mode. Samsung in and Instagram, yeah. Would, yeah. Sam- so Samsung yeah. would build Instagram uploading directly into their camera app. But well, if they you used go, to. Through, they used to. They took that away. That was yeah. that was purely an S10. I want to say maybe S20. It was a while back. Yeah, but yeah, but, it, but it if I go into Instagram on my Pixel and I snap a photo, this mm-hmm. is I, you know what I should do is is actually just do a a straight up comparison. I've snapped a photo Say, from the Pixel camera app. I've snapped a photo from the Instagram snap, camera app. And then it's an, yeah, an Instagram and see exactly how, exactly. What, which one would you choose? <laughs> exactly. but, but the exciting part is um, getting proper night sight support directly mm-hmm. into Snap. So, so especially one of, one of the features that I think Google has helped popularize, even though the Vivo does it better now, is, is a low light, long <laughs> I loved, exposure. I, loved, it's like, it's like well, I, I don't know. Right what, what, what did there. I say? No, his pixels are great. The Vivo does yeah, better. It, it, um, it, it, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's, but I, it's exciting it's, where uh, yeah. you can be in Snap, and you still have way more access to what makes a Pixel camera really solid, and you don't have to jump out and then jump back in. Ooh, okay. TK is going to be running tomorrow morning. Okay, sorry. Keep. Going. I'm just saying, if if you know, I I didn't know. I. I, I Barry, Barry's, Barry's hitting me with some amazing information that's going to make me not I'm just saying tomorrow cool should be a pretty fun day. Tomorrow's going to be camera bay. day, apparently. Yeah, it's going to be the, the you know, the, the shit, you know, it's going to be the bay, baby. It's going to be the bay. Oh, and I'm not talking yeah. B-A-Y, B-A-E, baby, mm-hmm. all the way. Just uh, did absolutely. the full lip bite. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that, that to me, I think, is one of those critical user lifestyle kinds of features where... Mm-hmm. I understand I'm going to get the best results by using the manufacturer's camera app with the manufacturer's hardware. Absolutely. This is this is an olive branch to the rest of the smartphone community where they can be in a social media app and still expect that they're going to get 
an experience and a, and a photography quality that's closer to their manufacturer's app. Yeah. So, so I, I don't use Snap. This isn't something that's going to change my life. Same thing. But, yeah, unfortunately. But I can that. appreciate that this is, this is likely a significant quality of life improvement for a lot of Snap users. Oh, absolutely, and 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 we're talking also about you know people that may have the four, the Pixel Five A, the the Pixel uh, yeah. Five, even from well, last year. Actually, the Five A and the Five are going to get it before the Pixel Six. More, more, <laughs> you're joking, but no, that's a serious no. point. And more than likely, I'm laughing. Will, I'm not joking. They will get the feature more way faster. Uh, but I mean, I think of it at that price point also for somebody that you know getting a, maybe a first smartphone or something like that, or even when the Six yeah. A comes out. Uh, this is definitely going to be something that makes sense perfectly for them. For me, so I don't, good. I don't, I don't use the native editors that are built into the system uh, for either Reels or for TikToks or even for. I mean, I don't use Snapchat, but for those systems, I don't. I like yeah. editing my tool, uh, my videos in an ex, in a separate application. I like to have full control into what I'm doing, and I like the consistency of the editor that gives me the functionality that I need. So Snapchat for, sure. for me works great. Uh, works across multiple devices. I can use it on Android. I, I mean, obviously, I'm using it on Android. But I'm saying is I can use it on like a Samsung. I'm using it on a Huawei, um, I, and I can also use it on other devices. Um, although surprisingly, different devices are get better treatment. Like Samsung devices can render in 4K, where Huawei can only render at 1080. But for me, yeah. 1080 60 is the best. Um, so it hasn't been a big of a concern. It's nice to see that it's coming. I want to see more functionality. But I feel like at, at the end of the day, realistically, getting that compatibility with the more popular applications is going to come down to a business agreement. Companies need mm-hmm. to talk to each other. They need to work with each other. Uh, the way the gentleman that was talking about today, this afternoon uh, about you know how long it took them to get Snap to even just get this thing running right, the amount of meetings back and forth and synergy between yeah. two separate companies and teams, it's a lot of work. It's not as easy as we think of it being, you know, importing well, and, an APK. And it's, it's yeah. definitely been another one of those things that's contributed to my negative um, experiences on Instagram, where mm. they're just so upfront about how little they want to encourage Android users to participate with their platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. it's, it, you know, yeah, you can make it. Well, iPhones had the bestest cameras, so that's really the people that we want on there. But after a point that also becomes kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy of diminishing the experience for everyone else. Why would I continue to keep supporting, especially like recently the photo quality on Twitter has taken a noticeable step up and like, that's silly mm-hmm. uh, that Twitter actually becoming a better place for me to share photos. I need that something is. like, like a new 21st, uh, uh, sorry, a, uh, a new for 2022 version of like Flickr, a more up-to-date, modern, f- photographer-centric um, social media social site. Social media site. Yeah. No, I, I, and I think this is the thing. I, I, I've noticed that as well. Uh, you know, Twitter's been doing – I feel like for me, um, it, it's still somewhat of a weird balance between Twitter and Instagram. I, I feel like for – because Twitter kind of went away from the uh, the vertical video type of experience because they did that. Mm-hmm. They tried and they kind of went away from it. Um, I've been focusing more on Instagram where I feel like Instagram is becoming the new TikTok type of experience. I see more reels now than I see actual images. I see I very yeah. rarely see images just being posted. Um, but Yeah, I'm kind sharing... of an old fuddy-duddy whenever I'm like, oh, let me just – I'll just share a photo. <laughs> it's a photo site still. Do, do, do kids these days still share photos? Or do they have to just shoot a whole video and, and everything has to have trick shots and everything? 
And you get to have the slow-mo phone like, where you throw the phone these in crash the zooms and stuff like that. Uh, transitions. There, there are some text. serious, there are some serious professional. I mean, I, I tip my hat off. Oh, some, some incredible some stuff. Yeah, absolutely. The level of creativity on a reel is that. That's why I, 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 I have so I have zero patience for techies that are like average consumers. And you're like, <laughs> I want you to see on TikTok right now is some lady in Poughkeepsie who's shooting TikToks that are responses to other TikToks that incorporate footage, have transitions, have edits. She's chroma keying her footage mm-hmm. so so exactly. she can have a backdrop. And 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 like she's doing this on an iPhone 8. So shut up and stop talking about average as if this woman is like a knuckle-dragging mouth breather and start accepting the fact that consumers are doing radically advanced photo and video manipulation. They're just not using desktop editors to do it. And a DSLR camera sitting on there. Yeah. Like I said, it's the introduction of reels and introduction of shorts. And the way I covered CES this year has been very different than the way I've ever covered any other live event. Um, and it made it a lot less um, cumbersome for me to actually have to kind of shoot a proper full frame video and so on. It you know snippets, little things that you want to share. It's easy, it's quick. It's it, you can get in and get out of. Um, but you still have the ability of being creative, adding text or you know yeah, uh, uh, sure. voiceover, text, all, all of that good stuff, all done from your phone. Not once ever having to touch a laptop, touch anything. Uploaded straight from your phone to the platform that you need to work with. Um, I will say thank you to Instagram mostly for allowing me to be able to start posting pictures from from desktop experience now without having to yeah, jerry rig it to th- make it think I'm running on a mobile device. So anyway. how many times we would play with different like like uh, browser plugins just to change like <laughs> just just to be able uh, to if post I because my device ID maybe it'll let me. Nope, it, they broke it, that it, one. Yeah, I was going to say it worked for a while, and it, so I will say that for that much I appreciate. But uh, yeah, the the experience for me. Stock camera always, export, edit, produce, and then all I'm doing is uploading a project, a pre pre rendered and pre pre done file up there. Um, so yeah, with that being said, I do. I'm, I'm hoping to see more more support for 12L or 12.1. Um, I will load it, and then we'll see. Obviously, some of the new benefits. Snap, I think, if I'm not mistaken, is going to be coming as part of an update. It's not necessarily straight up just the camera itself. So I think we need to wait no. for Snap. Um, but as yeah, far I mean, as, again, uh, they, they need to work together on incorporating those APIs. Um, the uh, the other one that looked kind of interesting was um, that that new, more dynamically resizable battery widget. Yes. That's not revolutionary, but again, it's just one of those nice little touches going all the way back to what I think the Pixel 4a is mm-hmm. is getting this I, update. I, I is that how far it's going back? I, I I don't I I want to say yes because the three the three is the last one that lost, uh, the three and the three oh, A three A might yeah yeah three A may get the, it I think the, the three train. may not because the three A came out I'm um, real good the, at the, the tactic memorizing all this stuff I yes the only reason sorry I had it up on in front of me um, today's update marks our tenth Pixel feature drop the latest updates begin rolling out to Pixel three A through five A devices yeah. today while Pixel six and six Pro devices. We'll begin receiving their updates later this month. Yeah, so which means I won't be able to install it tomorrow morning. Anyways, so I'll I'll just go ahead and fire up my. Oh no, I already installed Pixel Thirteen on that. Oh, oh, no. No. oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I, I have oh, a five no. A here somewhere. I have a five A somewhere. I'll I'll get my five A out and I'll I'll get a chance to play with. I'm, it. I'm telling be... you, like right now, what we were just talking about with like social media stuff, how solid the Pixel cameras have been. 
increasingly like the 5A is just a a monster of a mainstream user device. Yeah. No, this no, is, absolutely. I, this is still I think I, I this might be my favorite build quality for a Pixel. The price performance is good. I mean, you can find a Poco that's going to beat this in every synthetic benchmark. But the this kind of software attention, polish, feature updates, it never seemed to suffer the same kinds of Android 12 teething pains that mm-hmm. the Pixel 6s went through. The 5A has just been a little champ of a oh, phone. I, this has been I, so I, solid to use. The, the Pixel 6 and 6 Pro are, 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 are apparently on a permanent second track update style. Because of the way they need to baby them with with the new with the configuration, and tensor, yeah, yeah, tensor for sure. So I I, I totally understand why it's taking a little bit longer. Uh, but yeah, I, I so I, the four A for me has uh, Android thirteen. So the five A, I'll go ahead and load up twelve one uh, um, on it tomorrow. I, I, so. You know what I really need to do is dig out my Pixel four XL. I, oh, I just need to have a little yeah. personal time because how much Back. I really really loved that phone. Um, but I really need to to like polish it up, get it all updated, get all the apps updated of the speed, and then you pro- really yeah, you're give probably, it a good run. You're, yeah, you're probably set for a few, at least like an hour or so worth of updates and so on. No, I'm it's sure. going to be longer than that. But I, yeah, I was being, it, I was trying to be conservative. You were being kind. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate yeah, very. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, <laughs> even tech bro, I love, I love it. <laughs> I can't even remember random <laughs> arbitrary bits of. So lately, know. it's it's been camera sensor sizes. That's what I've been memorizing. So I've been really lax on my other. Um, uh, my my other tech memorization duties. It's it's a very there's just so many different variants and so many little things. Like I said, honestly, the uh, f- I remember that it, there was some collaboration with companies, and I know Instagram and, and Snap were both there. I forgot the fact that I I think I mixed up because I know yeah right Samsung was the one that did an- Instagram, and it wasn't even that good of an app. It was purely an image. It wasn't video. You take an image, and all it did was realistically it just shares the image in and it allows yeah. it to be a slightly higher better quality because it was straight out of it the was camera. like having a separate button just to it, not push the share button just just so that you don't go into the instagram app and hit the, yeah to me it was more it was a weird thing but um at the end of the day whatever tool you have whatever system you have whatever device you have Use it to its full potential. Do not put. It's like leaving money on the table, right? You paid. You paid for this device. You may be paying for it on installment or so on. You need to be able to actually get the full benefit of it. Twelve one or twelve L obviously are trying to focus more on desktop experiences and giving us more better experiences when with foldables. There are massive rumors talking about the foldable pixels that are going to be coming out, obviously, with the Pixel mm-hmm. smartwatch also coming in. I can't wait to see when you hear what other things are going to be coming out there. Um, the language support that we heard about, obviously exciting to see more things. Obviously, we want to hear yeah. and see more things running there on, on, on device. Anything that helps us run and perform better without having to rely on internet connectivity when you're traveling is always going to be really nice. Um, so we talked about a lot of things. I, I want to say I was very, very – I'm not going to lie. The best part of my week this week um, with the with the fact that obviously we have a thing waiting for me tomorrow that I'm going to be go running to get it. Um, hey. was actually getting a chance to hang out with you, man. It was nice. No, absolutely it, mine it, too, it, it was cool. I, I got it. Juan kind of came <clears> over and <throat> finally visited my, my, my little studio hole in the wall that I have in here. And, um, 
you know, believe it or not, with all the years we've been hanging out and all that stuff, it's always been me going to his house. Yeah. Uh, because he keeps changing like his I've, houses, I've, and every time I've I go, found... it's like a different place. <laughs> I've moved so many times. Yeah, seriously, in the amount of time, in the amount of time I've known him, he's moved three times. And you know, I, yeah. the, the thing about it is, like I said, it was it was just nice. We got a chance to hang out. We kicked a little bit. Um, it was a short time, but it was nice. Uh, we didn't, we know, doc. We didn't do a live stream or anything like that. I mean, we'll be, we'll, we'll save that we, for we, next time. We had a bagel, so I, that I, it, that that was that was enough. It was, it was just a chill morning, kicking it, kind of having, you know, having a good time. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing what we have next week. Obviously, with more things coming out, there's some things coming out that I can't talk about right now yet, but I'm mm-hmm. sure will be a very good center conversation for us next week. Um, I'll, I'll keep it as vague as that. Maybe mm-hmm. that's the best way to say it. Tease, <laughs> tease. <laughs> Isn't that always the story, though? It's like it, there's that thing I can't talk about, but we can talk about next time. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. what. To do. It's late. It's Thursday. And, uh, yeah, I'm a little loopy at this point. I mean, you saw how this, you saw how this, the stream started, right? It was, you know, yeah. you know the level. I mean, I we feel said, like we, we, we stuck the middle pretty well. I, I but like now that. I'm definitely getting to that point. It's like I, uh, I'm thinking about the bourbon I'm probably going to crack into after we're done with this. See? See? But so I, I will say this. Thank you very much for everybody for hanging out with us, kicking it with us, and hanging out with us uh, this Thursday evening on the 10th of March, 2022. I nailed it on the first time. Um, uh, I'll see you guys, of course, in a couple of days on Saturday with the Android Bay. We'll kind of like close out the week. And as always, we'll always start up the week again with Juan on Monday morning at 9 a.m. with the SGGQA. I love how we have it kind of just locked. Monday, Thursday, Mm -hmm. Saturday, bam. Now, I Uh, also want to throw a shout out. There's a whole crew of YouTubers that are doing phenomenal streams over the entire week. We've got Lou, uh, who also uh, tech for your needs, and uh, that's also on Monday. Mm -hmm. We've got Gadget Goddess. We've got Holla at Your Boy and LaShawn. We've got uh, Easy Computer Solutions. I believe that's Wednesdays. Um, Tech King Mike and Ike. The the Mm -hmm. Mike and Ike. Tech Tech Streams. That's that that happens before our streams on Thursdays. Um, What is what is Fridays? LaShawn's Ignan Hours. And then uh, uh, over the weekend, we've got you streaming Saturdays. And doesn't Jeff do his streams I, I on El- Sundays? Uh, I, I or do I'm I have sure. El Jefe Reviews channel I think it, off? No, I think uh, Jeff's, Jeff's is on. I thought Jeff's was more in the middle of the week, if I remember correctly. Cause when no, he no, no. So- I mean, he's usually doing weekends now. He was doing, like, uh, weekdays a while back. But now I'm pretty sure uh, El Jefe Reviews is now over the weekend. But streams on Sundays. So thank you. Okay. So so you 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 literally have amazing tech streams happening every day. So from my Monday morning to uh, Tech for Your Needs Monday afternoon, Gadget Goddess on Tuesdays, Um, Wednesdays is Easy Computer Solutions. Jeff, uh, uh, not not Jeff, um, Scott Peachy. When, yep. when does Scott stream? Is that Scott's Wednesdays is a, also? I want to say it's Wednesday. I want to because I think he it. might be before um, Easy Easy Computers. Um, yeah. So yeah, so so basically, what I think we might at some point need to do, and I'll, I'll reach out to some people and maybe try and make like a loose like playlist. Mm-hmm. But y- y- we could have a tech television network style daily live stream. 
um, some incredible creators and, and lots of really fun conversations from different perspectives too. Cause it's not mm-hmm. all just one soapboxing about like net neutrality and, and like tech and politics. So it's, yeah, he streamed yesterday on Wednesday. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, so PG also, live. Yeah. also in there too. So, um, and thank you, Barry. Yeah. It's Wednesday right before easy stream. So yeah, literally every day of the week, um, you've got your pick of some phenomenal creators to to follow, to listen to, to interact with, um, mm-hmm. especially on 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 like uh, Easy Stream and uh, Gadget Goddesses Stream. The chats are phenomenal. Um, I love lurking just to kind of keep up with the chat. Uh, it's it's a really good crew of, of techies doing some fun work. No, it, it's it's amazing, but it, it, you're right. There is something every day that you're every able to day. Pick up on. There's not something get, every day. And if if you're at least for our show as well, I know it's some of the other ones as well. Uh, we also have an audio podcast that's going to be coming up hopefully in the next day or so. So yep. if you can, if you didn't get a chance to catch it on the live in the video, and you know, getting all that goodness beauty all over yeah. the place here, um, we are definitely going to be available on the replay. So um, I will say this. Uh, be good, be good to yourself, be, you know, and try to enjoy life and enjoy your tech. This is at the end yeah. of the day, what we're trying to do. Uh, we may have our commentary, we may have our point of views at the end of the day, it is intending to obviously push the limits of what we can do and allow us to enjoy more. So be safe, stay safe. Thank you, Juan, for hanging out with us another night. Thanks to everybody hanging out with us in the chat. As always, we will see you next week for another episode of the best of our week. Uh, th- by the way, we just turned 60 today. So, you know, ready to go. Hey, for, you know, 40 that's more, right. Th- I missed that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just remembered it. I'm the one who kind of did the whole thing in the background. But anyways, we're getting, we're on our way. Can't believe we've, we've had 60 under our belt. Um, yeah. And um, I can't wait to share with you guys next week what I think of the little package that was delivered uh, apparently <laughs> not that long ago. And we will definitely be enjoying that. So. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you, and we'll see you on the next one. Bam.